Hey friends, welcome or welcome back to my drawing stable, my safe little place on the internet where I'm able to be authentically me. Today I completed exactly one year, three months and 11 days quarantining. For some people it could be different because their lives are somewhat normal or they already vaccinated and not in lockdown and etc. But until I get my old old life back to me. I'm still counting the days I've been quarantining. I'm still online for most of my life, seeing friends, therapy, school. I swear I haven't been to my school since the beginning of everything. Didn't go hybrid, nothing. This week I'll talk a little bit about the stages of my quarantine experience until this moment. Before I start, I want to go with our usual weekly chit chat that it's actually just me talking but i'm updating y'all on my life yes the highlight low light and music of the week starting with my highlight i had a couple but most important was my dad and mom getting a vaccine my dad is difficult to deal with and respect the quarantine and social distancing rules. In the beginning, I stayed in my house religiously for like three months. I left for the first time to go to the supermarket literally three months later. Let me say that my dad wasn't at all this careful and he kept living his life like nothing was happening and it's impossible to make the man think otherwise. So the best way is that now he has at least one dose of the vaccine and has little chances to spread the virus to my grandma, grandpa or anyone else for that matter. For the low light, my phone broke, stopped working and for six days I stayed without a phone. My broken phone was like 24-7 ringing like my alarm clock because I could not turn off the alarm clock when on like in eight minutes apart from one another until the battery dies. Worst of all, it wasn't even that. It was that I was planning on eventually changing my phone, but it was a sudden. Seeing all my money go earlier than planned was really really sad. I don't work and also I don't get any kind of allowance so every money I have was gifted on birthdays, Christmas and I joined for a long time. Seeing Venice all at the same time was heartbreaking. And now on a better note, this week's most listened to music was again from High Musical, the musical, the series, the Rose song. It was sung by Olivia Rodrigo on the episode 6. The music was actually written by Olivia from the show and is more relatable than I wanted to be. She's casted to be the Rose of the Beast on the musical and she writes this music in Rose's point of view, singing about overcoming the beast's perception of her and no, long, no longer allowing him 
to define define who she is because the only one who can define who she is is herself. It's just too real for my own good. Right now we have a full episode to talk about all the fun stuff like being isolated from the world for almost one year and a half. At this point I just want to make one thing clear. I realize certain boycotts when I use the words like COVID pandemic and like especially pandemic. So and as the episode today is going to be about exactly this kind of thing and I wanted to get it posted. I'm going to try new ways to say what I want without using the original world words. Once I I've heard someone on the internet say panini and since it starts with pen, just like the original world, I liked it. And most of the time you can understand what I'm saying from context of the sentence, so be prepared to hear hear a lot of that word over and over again throughout today's episode. Starting at the beginning of everything in March, when everyone thought it would be two weeks and that was it, I literally have a thread on my personal Twitter that I started back then recording like a quarantine diary. I managed to complete 73 days in a row writing it every day. After that, I don't I didn't do it every day, but I kept doing until the 353, I guess. I spent some time inactive in that thread, but even so is a record of what was happening to me, almost a record for history books, to be honest. And today I can use it to confirm the information I'm talking about here on the podcast which I would otherwise have forgotten. It's literally a log of what I did each day of the week, nothing out of ordinary everyday stuff. On the first day, I literally said I slept a lot and recorded TikToks. It's very strange to think that these are normal events that happen normally during life, life, and I had the desire to record these very common things because in the middle of such abnormal situation which would easily be a sci-fi plot, these very normal things seems something so much bigger than they are. Exactly that idea that we only value something when we lose it. And in this case, it's Things like going to a supermarket without a mask and disinfecting yourself completely when you come back home or being able to walk down the street without a mask and when you see a very cute child and you smile and the little child sees that I smiled. In short, there are several threads about many of my normal days I have like logged, registered the day they approve 
the start of vaccination in Brazil on January 17th. It is also registered the day I thought we will return to online school in person in March of this year. We didn't. And to be honest, was really the moment when everything got a lot worse in the Panini in here. And with these tweets, I can tell a little about the stages of my quarantine more than a stage. It will be like an age. The first one I remember was the first of all we had, at least here in Brazil. I don't think it was a common thing in the whole world. It was the age, the area of lives. Absolutely all singers decided to live, to do live shows on YouTube, shows at distance. Every day of the week, there was a different life for you to see it. One, multiple on the same day. You could choose what to see and even watch one after the other and have almost a music festival in your own living room. The most important ones, it seems that the whole Brazil stopped to watch it. I swear, there, there were live shows broadcasted on TV, like the national TV grid on the country's largest broadcaster network. And it wasn't like any kind of life. They were very well produced with good equipment and full sets of lists. Watching it becomes almost a commitment. Families brought food, bought food and drink to and drink to eat and drink while watching this show as if it were like the VIP lounge of the show in person. It really became like a family event for a while for a lot of Brazilian families. Next era was the best of all, in my unbiased opinion, a Disney 2010 throwback era. I don't know why they made this decision, but it was the best decision someone ever taken. But for a couple of months, every Tuesday, Disney Channel schedule would be the same as it was in 2010, 2011, Tuesday morning, 6 in the morning, I was awake sitting in front of the television watching shows I loved from my childhood. I swear, I didn't walk away from the TV all day on Thursdays. I attended class, did a project, took an exam, all sitting in front of the TV. In the morning, there was shows like Phineas and Ferb, American Dragon Jake Long, Art Attack, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, and my three personal favorites, The Emperor's New School, Kim Possible, and Brandy and Mrs. Whiskers. I don't know how to say this name in English, but okay. Soon after, around lunchtime, these cartoons were repeated, so I didn't watch them and I prepare myself for the rest of the afternoon and evening that will show programs like Sweet Life and The Sweet Life on Deck 
Jesse, the Electro, Charlie, Hannah Montana, Wizards of Waverly Place, That's All Raven, Jonas, Sunny with a Chance, Life with Derek. My God, it was the best part of my quarantine, no doubt. Still in the Disney universe, I had a decom era age. I made a list of 112 original Disney Channel movies that I wanted to watch and I watched most of them but I wanted to like follow through the whole list and even if I watched it like 20 times I would watch again for this challenge and I made this list on July 2020 in the month I started which was July I watched 36 movies I don't know how I did it in my mind watching that many movies in a 31 day period is humanly impossible over the next few months I reduced considerably as my list progressed in September I didn't watch any movies in November I got to watch like 10 movies I thought I was going to stick with that average, but December and January I hardly watched any new movies on the list. I made as a new year one of my new year goals for this year 2021 that I would like to finish this list. I haven't seen a movie on the list since January and it's almost July. I've seen a total of 57 movies on the list and 55 to go maybe i can do it but i don't know but that was one of the stages of my quarantine there was also the soap opera stage i binged violetta soy luna and bia and there was also the barbie barbie movies marathon era but these specific marathons i do it every year sometimes more than once a year especially barbie so i don't consider it like a stage of my panini i it will be like a stage of my life to be honest i don't get over barbie movies they make me feel like a happy child again also during the panini we had the julian the phantoms era julian the phantoms is an original Netflix series directed by Kenny Ortega based on a Brazilian TV show, TV series also called Julie and the Phantoms. I was 10 when it was making its television debut and I watch it every single day. I'm pretty sure I have songs in the back of my mind and saved to my Spotify. Wait, I think I can remember some lyrics. There is a song called Invisible. I love this song. I almost remembering the words. My god, yes, I know this the words. And we are going to listen to me sing. And I apologize in advance. Let me just remember it. Like the melodies like okay. It was something like Invisível pra você Mas que eu me esforce Que isso que eu pareço ser E agora eu não sei mais Se devo 
fugir ou tentar correr atrás. Okay, that was bad. But, but trying to translate it in the most literal way I can, it says invisible to you. As much as I try, that's what I seem to be. And now I don't know anymore if I should run away or try to chase. Not a songwriting jam. I don't remember a lot of specific things about the show, but the main idea is the same as the Netflix one. A girl who lives with her father and brother puts a CD to play and then three cute ghosts magically appear. In the newer version, they made a hell lot better with the ghosts being cute, but okay. So they form a band with the girl In this version, they wore animal masks, black jumpsuits, and an animal mask, and to them to be visible. And there weren't many things that the new version has, but this didn't stop me from liking it. And I was a little concerned about the adaptation because most of the adaptations aren't very good, like book to movie, movie to series, series to series. It is unusual, to say the least, to see it working. Like, the iCarly reboot is a great example. I loved it so much that I think it is actually better than the usual iconic iCarly, but most reboots, spin-offs or adaptations aren't great. But I fell in love with the new version. Anything from Kenny Ortega, really, he has an extraordinary talent for just making masterpieces. What sold me right away was the soundtrack. There isn't a bad song on this series album soundtrack. It gets it get me emotional listening. I cry, I dance, I feel inspired, I feel on Broadway. It has everything for every mood I can possibly have in a week. Even though the soundtrack is great, it's just one more reason for me to fall in love. Like, for me, it's nostalgic. It is by Kenny Ortega. It has good music, like perfect recipe. In the week it came out, I watched it complete start to finish twice. And in an entire month, I completed the fourth time watching it. For you to understand the level of fangirl I reached, I created a little shop on Redbubble to sell fan art. And the first thing I came up was a Julian the Phantoms themed tie-dye. It is my top seller to this day. Just plugging myself a little bit, if you are interested in checking it out, shop. It's called Arctic Times. You can search it on the website or you can go to this episode podcast description and I put the link in there. But going back to the original topic, the stages, eras of my punning. I had my book era. I swear 
it was the best thing that came out of the whole Panini situation. Since 2016, I have been putting in my New Year goal to read at least 12 book, books in a year, like one book a month. Not difficult, right? Wrong. Impossible. Between 2016 and 2019 combined, I couldn't reach 12 books. It wasn't my priority though, but I wanted to read. I just wasn't motivated to do so. I didn't find a book to make me want to read more and more and more and more so I can get off my reading slump. Then in July of last year, 2020, my sister introduced me to Scoob and my life literally changed. Scoob is like a book social, social media, but also a reading log, mostly. I can list every book I ever read, I can make reviews, use stars to rank them, you can organize all the books in folders like books I already read, I'm currently reading, I've abandoned, I'm rereading. It's also great to do a TBR. You can find books because there are a lot of recommendations. Like it really is just like a social media. When you open the app, the first thing you have is the reviews of random people of books they are reading. And then you can find recommendations and books and list them as books I want to read. The moment I got into the app, I swear, I found like eight, eight books I wanted to read and the app also counts how many pages you've read your whole life. Maybe not your whole life, but based on all the books you marked as read. And then I loved seeing the, this number growing, so it motivated me because it, it only grows if you finish a book, if you're a bend, if you stop a book in the middle does not count towards this page read in your entire life thingy so yes i wanted to end books and books and books in my twitter quarantine diary thing i log it on the 4th of august that i finished my third book in a six day period you guys know what it is to read like three books in a year for like four or five years and then just out of the sudden read three books in less than a week. It is literally one book in two days. I'm so proud of myself. The next stage of my panini I'm not that proud of, but I'm also not sorry about it. It is my reality show era. Not any kind of reality show. I always loved the realities of different formats, but I'm talking about the 24-hour confined in a house reality show. I don't know why, but the Panini helped a lot to in 2020 the big brother turned into a national phenomenon like it was huge before but 
before a lot of people had like prejudice against the show saying that it was a terrible thing to watch it is stupid because it is just a lot of people yelling and having sex in national television but this couple of years 2020 and 2021 the focus shifted a little bit actually most of the participants in the 2020 and the 2021 edition were either married or in a stable relationship or the focus wasn't having a relationship so this prejudice against the show is changing and also there's nothing going on tv so everyone's only option is to watch reality shows like big brother since last year the cast is half known people and have unknown so we have in the mixture singers rappers models gymnasts influencers with like 15 million followers and also our general architect lawyer doctor we had a blast really when i say it's like a phenomenon that cannot be explained i mean it for real the winner of this year edition was an unknown girl she was a makeup artist and also a lawyer she started the reality show with 2000 followers not even three months later today she has 31 million followers she broke i don't know how many records on instagram she surpassed Bill Eilish number in of likes in one minute, like thir 31 million followers. The last stage of my panini that isn't over yet, but you guys get it. What I mean is this era, the podcast era, one of my greatest decisions in my 18 years of life. I had the opportunity to talk to people from all over the world. I did a collaboration with Melina from Life Adventures Podcast, who lives in the US, and with Sudeshna from the All Time Chatter Podcast, who lives in India, and I'm from Brazil. This is almost unreal. I cannot believe it. And I have people from all over listening to what I'm saying. like. US, Mexico, Germany, India, UK, guys. There are, there are listeners from the United Arab Emirates. Like, how? I'm so grateful. And since this era is just starting, it's also the last one I'm telling you guys about. I hope y'all enjoy it, today's episode. It was so fun going back into memory lane and talking about times that even though it was like months ago, since like ages, it's fun to see how the time changes in so little time. I truly hope that the next stage of my panini is actually the end of it, my vaccine and my one-way ticket to the normal world. But until then, we live day by day and I keep updating you guys every week on a new episode right here on Mental Unstable. Thank you so, so, so much for listening to me. I'm your host, Laura, and this was Mental Unstable. Bye-bye.